Hey there, this is Elsa, and you're listening to the Aitu Podcast. On this bonus episode, you'll hear how Phillies Modern came, ab- came about, learn a little bit more about its fabulous owner, Ginger, and get, an- get a sneak peek of our holiday gift guide. Grab your favorite winter cocktail and take a listen. Hi there. We are here with our one of our holiday bonus episodes. And of course, Jess and I are here at one of our favorite local shops, and it should be your favorite local shop too. It's called Feliz Modern. We are here with the owner, Ginger. And you want to say hi, Ginger? Hi. <laughs> we're so excited to have her, and thank you very much for being on. Thanks for having me. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of um, gift guide, and then also learning more about Ginger and how she got to where she is now, and why she does what she does. So let's talk about what were you doing before the shop? Like, what's your what was your background? So I was a photographer, a wedding photographer primarily, mm-hmm. some commercial, and um, we we shot in this space that we're in right now, and this was our studio. So yeah. So when did you like lose it? Like when you were like, no, that's enough. Um. <laughs> well, being working every weekend as a wedding photographer is very mm-hmm. stressful, and then weddings are very stressful because I mean they're amazing because there's a ton of emotion mm-hmm. to catch, and that's the, the sweet stuff yeah. for a photographer. And I loved my clients, and that was all great. I didn't really have a lot of bridezillas, but Ooh, that's good. I really didn't. I mean, I had a couple, but I, most part it, they were really great. But just the weekends, and then it being a wedding, you can't just reschedule if you have the flu. You have to shoot with the flu, mm-hmm. <laughs> or if you have strep, you gotta work through that and. Um, it was just a lot of um, commitment and just wanting to be home more on the weekend. So yeah. I decided to get into retail. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you, Ginger. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> that is so funny. Every time I do a presentation, like a career day or something, I tell people like when I switched my major in college from communication design, it was because somebody came in and told us like, if you're not prepared to work 70 to 80 hours a week, um, <laughs> this might not be the profession for you. And I was like, ooh, I don't want to work that much. I want to be, I want to have time. Really? Yeah, it's okay. like graphic design. Calm yeah. Down. So, yeah, they don't. Oh, well, I don't know. They, 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 they made dead. it sound pretty painstaking. Anywho, so <laughs> I, I was like, I maybe this, <laughs> I was like, maybe this isn't the right thing. And then jokes on me because <laughs> I have my own reason. I'm just working on Do you ever tally it? Like, what does it look like? No. I usually lose track. Like, I've tried to yeah. start, and I know the hours that the store is open, but, I mean, don't Ginger, as you know, don't do it. it's, like, <laughs> so much more than just the store hours. So I wake up thinking about it and go to sleep thinking about it. And, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I love it, I and mean, I don't yeah. want to, like, downgrade it. I'm, mm-hmm. I feel very lucky to get to do that, but... It's a lot. Let's yeah. talk about. Let's start with the name. Like, when did? How did you get to the? It's such a fun like sing song name. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we had like a list, a long list of names, and everything was like, eh, eh, you know, just. And that one, I just, I don't know. It was weird and different, and it. But it, I was just writing down words that I wanted to feel when I was here, mm-hmm. and I wanted to feel happy. I wanted to feel fresh and modern. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to feel like stodgy and stuffy and pretentious and like a lot of boutiques you go in and you just feel like maybe they don't belong or right. like you just don't want to touch anything mm-hmm. and I just didn't want it to feel like that. So that's modern was just kind of born out of that and then Feliz just wanting it to feel like a happy place. Like did y'all ever go to, um, what was it called, Paper Bear? 
Yes, in San Marcos. What is did you band? did you go to Texas State? No. Okay. But when I was a little girl, uh-huh. if I got a good report card, we would go to Paper Bear. No. What it's like this little stationary <laughs> sticker shop, like cutesy little shop. That's you. so cute. And so the yeah, I was telling Mario, my husband, I wanted to go I wanted to have a place where it was yeah. like the experience that I had as a little girl to go to Paper Bear, it's not the same anymore. R.A.P. Paper Bear. They're still open. <laughs> They're still, it's but it's different. Space. It's yeah. different. It's just not the same, but it's still cute. But when I was little, maybe it's just because you're little and everything's mm-hmm. magical, mm-hmm. but I was so thrilled to go there and like pick out a little sticker or a little coloring book or something. And we have little kids that come in here and they're like, Mom, I'm so glad I got a good report card. Aww. And I'm like, oh my God, we're a paper bear. <laughs> like, oh my God. You're there, paper this, bear. The other day, this kid came, like three days ago, this kid came in and he was like, um, Mom, this is this sloth is my friend. Come meet him. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So That's cute. how I felt about paper bear. Did you grow up here in San Antonio? Oh, until I was seven, and then we moved to New Braunfels. Okay. So I graduated from New Braunfels. So it was closer for you. Yeah. We went to Paper Bear. That's awesome. Yeah. It was just little things like that. I loved going someplace where it felt like different than your adult gift shop. I mean, we obviously cater to adults with our home decor, but I love when a little kid comes in and they're like, their minds exploding Mm -hmm. because that's how I felt. There is so much stimuli. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I mean, as an adult. Yeah. I'm like, I want to touch everything, I want to see everything, and like every time I come in, it doesn't matter if it's been a week or two or like a few days, because sometimes that's just yeah what happens, um, something's different. Mm. Yeah, like every day, yeah. like for the, so our schedule now with all the managers is they have two days off at a time, and when they're off on their two days and they come back the next time, they're like, what the hell? <laughs> Everything's changed. I'm like, it's just two like days. a rainbow scheme at one point. Uh-huh. Yeah, Natalie, our, our design wow. person, has been doing rainbows everywhere. Like, just color blocking displays, and it's been really cool. That's just, cool, though, because yeah. everybody has their own color. Natalie Trinidad is her name. Just FYI. <laughs> shout people. out. Yeah, shout out. I think yeah. I, I do love that part of you as a business owner. You're always kind of like, this is a team, and I wouldn't be... Where I am, where I, with, at all, yeah, at all, yeah. We have ten people right now, including myself and Mario, and so Mario doesn't really like. He's not a public guy, but he does all of the graphics and all of the um, moving things around, all the you know the yes, tall yeah. guy stuff, yeah, <laughs> which is all the high shells and does all of our design. And like now, he and I are working on our own products for Felice, like That's designing awesome. our own shirts and our own. Um, yeah, some products that haven't come out yet. I so. got your email. I yeah. had to respond, but I figured I'd see you. Yeah, so. yeah. We'll some get, some we'll talk about it later. super secret stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we're excited about some stuff that we're going to be launching nationally too. Wow. So, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. He's a graphic designer, so talking about oh, graphic design, yeah. like, they don't work seventy eight hours. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I he might because he's my fine. husband. But... <laughs> how many? So just moving back real quick. How many years were you in photography before you decided? So two thousand eight is when I started photography as a real business, and then I got out in two thousand sixteen. Okay, so eight years. Yeah, eight years. I guess. Yeah. What was it like leaving it? Like, because you had, you wanted to leave, but also kind of. I wanted to leave, but I still do photography. I mean, I shoot pieces for, like, products for, I shoot products for Instagram, but I also, I mean, I don't do all the Instagram photos anymore. Um, Natalie does a lot of that, but I shoot stuff that we sell here, too, like some Mm -hmm. of the art prints that we sell. But I feel like I was going to it, so 
this is gonna go like another direction, but I feel like I have a mind that's like a border collie. And like, if you don't give it some, some new stimulation, it's gonna eat itself. Yeah. And <laughs> like, it starts to chew on its leg. <laughs> that's, and I felt like I was starting to chew on my leg. Yeah. And I needed to like shift into something new that was really, um, took a lot of energy and mental energy and this this was a huge therapy project for yeah. me to work on this and it was at a time right after the election when I was just feeling really um stressed out of that and I was also just tired of of what I was doing and I felt like I needed something new to like get me re-energized yeah and... so how long did it take from start to like from idea to open February 2017 is when we had like the idea I was in New Orleans with some friends celebrating my 40th and um yeah and I just like I have this idea I'm not sure if I should do it or not and um, it's scary and then Mario is like very practical and he's like you know this means more hours and more work and you're already tired and you already feel like you have too much and I'm like I don't believe any of that (laughs) (laughs) what do you know Mario delicious cocktails yeah oh yes thank you mario shout out mario yeah but i was just like i want to try it and um my friend david garcia with number nine florals Mm -hmm. had just started his and like i was kind of behind the scenes in that and seeing what he put into it and and so kind of what was happening is i was trying to decide like what's my next career move and everyone's telling me go into interior design because that's what i love to do Mm. for myself but I really didn't want to do it for others. And so David was like, you know, if you have a shop, you get to design constantly for yourself. And um, you can do it the way you want to do it. And so that's kind of what started the little nugget of thought of maybe a shop could work in this space. And then just went to market and went to go find some local artists. And um, Kelly O'Connor, who's our first artist, she's got this piece right here on the wall. So this is this is from second year, but the first year she did a special piece just for our opening, and we really wanted to make it local art focused. Mm. In the beginning, it was just all about local art, and we we were told by some really smart people that we could not make rent and all of our bills off just local art. We needed to add like the gift component Mm -hmm. and the cards and all of that, and so that's what began began all of that. So the art is still a big part of it, and we still have a ton of local artists in the shop, but we've added in cards and party supplies and gifts and home decor and all of that. Yeah. What would you say was the one thing that kind of helped you take the leap or like the one sign that you had that was like, you know what, this is really going to work? Um, we couldn't rent the building out. Mm. <laughs> what? Well, so we yeah. owned the building, and we were trying to rent it for a year. It was our photography studio, and we decided like we'd give it a date when we were gonna like this is the date we're gonna decide that um, we're gonna rent it or not. And it passed, and no one like we had a few that were like really interested, and then they they backed out, and so we're like okay, now we're gonna go get the DBA. And we did all of that, and got got set up. And then the the day after I got the LLC set up, Mishley, which was one of the people who had looked at the space, called me and they're like, okay, now we want to rent the space. (gasps) Shut up. Yeah. The day after? The day after. OMG. And they're my favorite restaurant. And I 
so I and they said we're we're looking around San Antonio we can't find anything else that fits we looked at your space we didn't think it was going to work but now we think it's the best spot for what we want to do um can we rent there and I it was like a gut check of like do you really want to do this because no kidding I love them I love what they're doing out of like yes I could have come over yeah but uh, we had already secured the funding and the LLC and everything. And, like, so much had been put into it. And I'm like, Mario, this is, like, the world testing. Like, do you really, really want this? Cute. Do you really, really Because I really want initially to be here. I think it would be perfect for them. There would have been a lot of build-out. It would have been a, a long time of them not operating. And I think that's kind of hard in this market. That's just my food editor talking. Oh, okay. But, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I think when you're not in front of people's face all the time, people forget about you. People were like, mm-hmm, what other shiny thing can I yeah. go to? So, and they need a space. Like they were looking, they were looking in Austin if this yeah. didn't work out. And so I felt like if we don't make this work, maybe my favorite restaurant's gonna leave, and they're in the neighborhood. <laughs> like there's yeah. all this, yeah. So that that's kind of what showed me that I really was serious about it. That I finally said I can't, and we're we already have plans for it. Yeah, it was so, the universe. Yeah, mm. I think it was like a little test of like, are you are you really gonna be in all the way? Mm-hmm. Because we had tried for a year to rent it out and haven't. Wow. Yeah. Now we get requests all the time. Now that it's like a successful a destination, destination right. like now all of a sudden it's a good retail location. Mm-hmm. But it was before. Just nobody like, saw it. I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, now that you've done all the work and, and they see that traffic is here and people give it a shot. Yeah. And this whole area, like you can't. Like it, there's nothing for sale now. Yeah. Like it's really hard to find a new spot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it paid off, but yeah. it was scary at the time, and we were paying payments on a building that wasn't yeah. generating any money, and so it was scary. And that's kind of what we thought. Like, well, let's just try it. Let's throw our thing in there and see <clears> if it works. And if not, we have we haven't lost anything by trying, and right. then we right. try it again. But it's those <laughs> risks that you take, and look like your payoff is bajillion fold so like I I can't because you literally brought it to life and I feel like even the name Feliz Modern is very emotionally charged but the way that you were saying how paper bear was I remember when we were in college because I went to Texas State in San Marcos and so we would go to paper bear when we were like trying to decorate our our apartments or something and the first time Uh that I went there legit my friends and I were there for like two or three hours and when I came I think it was the day after the fashion awards or something last year in October when my best friend Julina and I came mm-hmm. and we spent two hours here looking at everything yeah so it's kind of like in the best way possible it's a time suck because you lose yourself and I have all to like give myself things. like a time limit because yeah. <laughs> otherwise I'm like of course I need this like yes <laughs> you can <laughs> And like, how have I lived without this confetti clutch? Right. Mm. Like, no, I can look at it every time I'm here. And I'm like, oh, I have it. Did I tell you? I know. Because <laughs> Julie bought one, and then I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. And then I came Are back, and it wasn't out in the floor, and I was like, oh my god, I missed my chance. Yeah. And then I finally got one. So, did you know what, like, that you were gonna host that many things in there? Because it is a lot. It's home decor. It is like journals. It is cookware. It is stationery. It is yeah. When people oh, ask me, like, if I'm in, like, the elevator pitch, like, what is Fleece Modern? I'm like, uh, a bunch of random stuff. But you don't, you don't need any of it. <laughs> it's all unnecessary necessities that, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's, 
so we started out when we learned to like okay local art won't pay the bills alone and I looked around the house and like what else do I buy online that I would wish I could go and buy in person mm-hmm. party supplies like I plan ahead for my mm-hmm. kids birthday parties and I go to Etsy and try to find party supplies well I did that and tried to find cool party supplies to like have so like we have a whole room just dedicated to like your party desires because that's one thing I really like to do and just went around the room like one of our um, Italian designers that we have Saletti they make these crazy monkey lamps and the banana lamps oh, yeah, and yeah. like they're they're nutty that's and they're the cat too right? yeah okay yeah. yeah have you seen the how you turn yes. it on okay. <laughs> you showed me when I did the pop-up so funny I'm all wet how, how do you turn a cat on <laughs> how is it that's how you turn the lamp on but so they're from italy and they're they're very kooky and i love them and but i had a um thing in my entryway that like their um, umbrella stand so i I literally went and walked around my Uh, house and just looked at the bottom of things and like where is this from what who makes this i love this Mm -hmm. who's this artist and so our first artist was one of the artists that we already loved and knew and collected and it's kelly o'connor and then the next one was cruz ortiz which is we have a ton of cruise stuff and and then we just kept going from there like what do we like what do we wish we had in so at this town? point do people seek you out or do you still kind of at now mm-hmm. they now we get a lot of submissions Request, yeah. yeah in the beginning i feel like kelly and cruz were the two that took a chance on mm-hmm. us because they already had a really um, established following mm-hmm. in the fine art world. And our pitch was that we're kind of the gateway drug to art collecting. <laughs> and we want to be the lower cost art reproductions. Like we're not trying to be a gallery and we're not trying to be Ruiz Healy, which is right across the circle from us, which is like an amazing gallery. We're not trying to compete with someone who's actually giving representation in the international right. market. We're just trying to be a local um source of affordable art mm-hmm. so cruises pieces that we have here are 42 actually they're ten dollars to a hundred dollars and then kelly's pieces normally are several thousands of dollars and now they're like 125 or 150 yeah. so like it's a gateway weight i feel like a lot of people think that they can't afford art they're not an art collector that art that's something for people who have trust funds and you right. know like they just think that it's not their thing but san antonio is a visual art mm-hmm. city and we have a ton of amazing artists and for them to um take a chance on us as a retail like because some people think retail is like lowering themselves but to to make it for the people mm-hmm. right i mean i have a lot of stuff that like cruz did when he would do like the free pop-ups I yeah i think he still does those yeah. right um that's like in our kitchen mm-hmm. we picked up prints during Alamo city comic-con and it's in our kitchen um I have a teeny tiny, I don't even know who it's by, but it's like a, a teeny tiny avocado. And it comes in a teeny tiny frame. And it's like, mm, that just makes me happy. And yeah. It's not so much like art. Like, yes, <laughs> let's admire it. More like, it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And when people it. come to our house, they think, oh my gosh, you have this art, this here and that. But a lot of it's from Stacey. It's right. by a high school yeah. artist. and Or it's prints or, you know, like, all of our stuff is very affordable in our own home and we have kids and dogs and nothing is precious and like the house is very livable and so i that's the way i live and that's the way i wanted to be able to present that in a way that's more accessible and and i really really appreciate kelly and cruz taking a leap of faith mm-hmm. that 
they're not going to devalue their brand and what right. they've built by being available to the mass market. Yeah. And they've really built something that's that's really unique and amazing for people to be able to collect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What five tips would you have for somebody that is trying – or, like, or No, I, I thought that was real specific. What, <laughs> what tips do you have um, for somebody that's looking to start a business? Wow. So in the beginning, what I was told was create a policy manual from the very from day one, even if you're the only employee. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And I did not do it uh-huh. because you're just like surviving, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and I really didn't know like if this is going to take off. Am I going to be the only employee? Is this going to ever make it? I had one employee in the beginning, and then Mario free labor, you know. But I didn't have a team of eight that I have now if I had started out in the beginning really treating it like someday it's gonna be this and you're gonna need to be able to train people starting from day one I would have started that manual from the beginning mm-hmm. so like when that's just like a female thing like we don't see that picture well I think it's an entrepreneur thing yeah. like I just think that if I had maybe if I had done that I wouldn't have it would have been so overwhelming to me that I wouldn't have taken the step the first step and the second step and the third if you think that big it's too scary that is terrifying yeah 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 and so like a lot of what i do i'm sure you the same elsa that like you just like that sounds good that sounds good next step next step <laughs> yeah. and then like all of a sudden you're like up a mountain and you didn't realize that you went up a mountain yeah. and yeah i have people ask me like even today um i was helping some people out with shopify and they were like i can't shopify. believe you do all of this by yourself because i was telling them everything and um, I was like, honestly, if I would have known everything that it took to run everything, I think not that I wouldn't have done it, but I would have been way more intimidated to start at the beginning than don't than think after. about it. Yeah. 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 I think optimism helps a ton when you're starting out that you just think like this sounds like a something fun to chew on. I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work, I'm fine. And then you take the next step and the next step. And if you really think through like, do you listen to that, um, How I Built This? Mm-hmm. On the, yeah. Oh my my favorite. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Sarah Blakely was that on was there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally that was mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, like, hustle and take a next step and then hustle and take a next Like, don't think too big. And that was an amazing episode. I feel like most entrepreneurs don't think through um, this may or may not end up there. Because I tried a lot of other things before this. I mean, I tried the photography I tried the, um, I made jewelry for a while. Um, have you seen that Portlandia episode? No. They have a skit about, like, she's making jewelry now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was probably that skit. I haven't seen it, but I was living in Chicago, and I was going to all the art it's fairs. It's so interesting how you guys have such a, like, a familiar path, like, both of you. She was in Chicago, I lived too. in Chicago for a little while. Like, what year? Like, a year. Uh, 2007 to 2008. Oh, okay. Or 2006 to 2007. I was 99 through 05. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying it out and just seeing, like, what worked. And, like, oh, this is not for me. And then try the next thing. I mean, most people who actually have a successful business have tried a few things mm-hmm. before that. And um, I don't think retail is, like, my last job ever. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I think you have to jump. Jump around and see what works. Yeah. I know that once I get bored with it, I can't see that yet, but once I get bored with it, I'll try something else. But right now, it's there's just so much to learn. Yeah, and you can, like you're saying, you have so many 
venues that you guys can evolve into right now yeah. to where I don't see you getting bored. I can't soon. picture it. Yeah. Like product development is a huge thing right yeah. now. Like we're really getting excited about that. Like the, the girls that are working for us and managing the shop, they run the shop. Yeah. We don't, we're not part of that anymore. Like they run all of that and we're just working on product development website. And yeah. I have a question. You are so good at seeing other people as a venue to collaborate as, instead of competition like you have local artists in here every weekend and not just local artists but i mean everything when elsa's uh ac was Mm -hmm. down ginger was like Mm -hmm. messaging me like why is it down does she need a boulder (laughs) yeah she was mad i appreciate you so much yes and it's just like blending that literal space to other people is such a huge deal in the city i think a lot of times People get caught up in being like the only one or like you know there's only enough room for me and it's just like no like there's you have always so been much. so open to like everyone what kind of where does that come from I don't know I just make sense I don't know like if I were you I would be pissed that my loyal lover was <laughs> like that's not okay <laughs> yeah I mean that's just not okay and yeah I don't know but the Local artists, I feel like we feed off a lot of their energy and all, like, pretty much everyone that works here is an artist in their off time. All the managers are. Yeah. And some of the part-timers, too. Like, everyone's working on their own thing, and I feel like they bring a ton to us, like, their creativity and thinking through problems, creativity, create, creatively, creatively, <laughs> and, We're um, cocktails, we? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like they, like, no one came with managerial experience, but yeah. they came with artistic experience which makes you very open to other people and welcoming and I I think it works really well I was just talking to Natalie today about um she does a lot of pop-ups and she she paints in her off time and and the what people charge for pop-ups to other people like not naming any names but just like other places where she's gone to do pop-ups and they want to charge like two hundred dollars or a hundred dollars for her to come exhibit her work and like i i've done a lot of pop-ups mm-hmm. like, as a jewelry maker and then as a like still today we do pop-ups we're doing brickmas and mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to make to break even on a pop-up right we don't we charge i think 25 dollars for the first time and then nothing for the repeat people because there's no work for the repeat people they already know our procedures yeah and, and all of that so just don't take advantage of the little guy and the artist who's the one who's bringing the new stuff to your life mm-hmm. and um they have very small margins but I, I specifically coming from like a hey girl hey angle you like immediately say yes to everything craft house actually to i'm trying to say no to more <laughs> I used to be on like every PTA and every room mom and every school board. And uh, when we started the shop, I quit school board and just said like, I need to, I need to take some stuff out of my life. And just this weekend, my son, my other son's school was like, we want you to be on PTA. And I immediately just said, I'm not your girl. (laughs) I've done eight years of, of that. Like I, I feel like there's a season for that when you're saying yes to everything and there's a season for when you need to like focus on what you're doing Mm -hmm. and um yeah I I mean I'm saying yes to certain things and someone told me like if you say yes to something you're saying no to other things 
because you're not you're losing time i guess yeah so like if i say yes to pta i'm saying no to more time with my kids Mm -hmm. in this season of my life when they were younger saying yes to pta meant i was involved more Mm -hmm. so it was great and i i'm nothing against pta but just learning what your seasons are and not feeling you have to stay in that season the whole time and now my kids are older so it's easier for me to say no to the extracurricular there but yes to more time with them yeah until they like don't want to be around me like currently they still want to be around me <laughs> but but that's a that's a finite time because yeah. <laughs> eventually they're gonna be like <laughs> well, I think I've met, like not met but i think um again through hey girl hey you've said you've been so open to a lot of the like young entrepreneurs like my friend elise who does the clay stuff and Obviously, Victoria with Craft House, like she's been. Victoria was one of my brides. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh my god. She got married in the, I think in the Bahamas. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Maru and I went there to shoot her wedding. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah, and she was doing stuff like this back then. Like yeah. she was always entrepreneurial and had a full time job and had kids and stepkids and a husband oh, and like goodness. he has a full time job. Like they are managing mm-hmm. a lot, and so I was always really impressed by her that she's got all of that going on and the whole time she was building this business plan i think just women who see other women who are just working their butts off Mm -hmm. and aren't complaining about like opportunities are not available to them and they're just going out and making things happen i I think you see each other yeah you know and she really impressed me with like she goes out and makes her opportunity yeah yeah I i feel like the worst thing in the world like the worst saying ever is must be nice it's like a pet peeve of mine when i hear someone say like must be nice like oh go do it it comes from like yeah it has to come from like an insecure like yeah oh i that would be nice if i gave up all my shit and sacrificed and And worked 24 7 for a little bit i think it's so funny that when i first approached ginger about this episode she's like what would we even talk about I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, Girl, what would we do? Um, so like I mentioned, the, you know, gift guide portion of it will be more visual on our Insta, but mm-hmm. what kind of products can you not take away from the store? Like, what are some of the things that people like? <sighs> the funniest not? thing yeah. is that the most random thing we added was this poncho I had bought for my dog oh, yes. years ago. My dogs had them. Like, from, I don't know how I found them online, but it's this company in Mexico who, every time you buy a poncho, they donate money to street dog organizations in Mexico. And so whenever we were starting, like I said, I went around the the shop, I went around the house, and like, what what do I love that I can't buy locally? And I, the poncho was one of those things, I'm like, but no one's going to want a poncho. Like, I'm a weirdo who dresses my dogs. Like, no one's going to want that. First of all, it's our number number one seller. Wow. For over a year is the poncho. Do you have one for Ham? Not yet. I need to get one for Luna. They could be matching. Oh my goodness. Okay. That is I mean, it's me. crazy what that poncho has done. And the, the maker of it messaged me the other day and she's like, do you realize how many dogs y'all have saved <gasps> on the streets? Oh like, like, I hadn't even thought about that. I'm going to start crying. I know. How many? I don't know. But we, <laughs> we've you. sold like <laughs> almost 800. What? Wow. Yeah. You saved, like, a whole community of puppies. (laughs) There's, like, really fashionable dogs in San Antonio. And when I walk around Pearl, I see them all over the place now. How does that make you feel? It's so cool. When you run into somebody, because 
like you said, you're more of back of house now. So not everybody that comes in sees you or, or like recognizes your face. So how do you feel when you're out and about in the world and you see people? I see people with our earrings mm-hmm. or like their dogs oh my God, stuff the or really like the, the t-shirts yeah. Yeah. or the t-shirts or yeah, whatever. I, I, it's amazing. Uh-huh. I love it. But I usually don't say anything because I'm a dork and I'm introverted. <laughs> but I'm just like, nice shirt, nice earrings. <laughs> That's cool. I but guess. doesn't it, like, okay, don't you have to tell yourself? Well, I know because I am, like, the only one. If I don't do it or if I don't go out there and do it, then nobody's going to do it. But you say, you're saying you're an introvert, but you guys have accomplished so much and you at a certain point you have to be like the face of the company yeah so you've done like tv or so that's the thing i said i would never do i was gonna uh-huh. say have you done tv yeah yeah She's been oh. i said i would never ever do it She's my a friend correspondent no, oh, I <laughs> my friend tim who runs the good kind uh-huh. tim McDermott, yeah. she was like oh no you'll get over that you'll, yeah. you'll do tv and i'm like no i will never ever and she's like, no, you'll do it. And then so then they first asked me, I was like, oh, no. And then I went home and slept. I'm like, free commercial? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I just had to push. And I was sweating like crazy. And I didn't know what to say. And they were super kind and, like, pushed it through. And, um, yeah, it, they've been amazing. Yeah. Um, different places like San Antonio Magazine, The Current, mm-hmm. like, Everyone's been really welcoming and embracing, and I think Brian was the one you... that came to the store. For yeah, like the pop up. Well, like he the... knows Kelly, right? So like the he came to the opening, opening yeah. And so he comes over and he's like, "Hey, I got you something," and it was I don't even know if I still have it, but like a a coin purse or something like that. And I was like, "Yes!" And so then I came over and I was like. <laughs> no. I think I might have been here the first time that you yeah. came in with Chris. And I like twirled everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had no chill. Yeah. I was, like, this is the cutest freaking thing. Yeah. How y'all are you, both so cute. How do you get yourself over that hump? To like get yourself. Well, out now of- we have eight people right. that are like, this is their job. And I that's a huge motivation to me that we keep things going and growing and payroll doesn't get like stressful and you know like that's a huge motivation like if I ever feel like nervous and then I think about like well that's not really an option right now like mm-hmm. you're like it's it's great motivation yeah. to have other people that are counting on you to do something and you get outside of yourself and get out get over yourself mm-hmm. and you don't like no one really cares like when you're on TV right like I like the first time I was so nervous about how I came off and did I make a mistake and I made lots of mistakes and didn't like my voice and all these kinds of things. And no one really cares. They were just like, oh my gosh, you, you did so great. And I'm like, you don't know all the mistakes I made. <laughs> but no one, like that's true yeah. in life. Right? Like, no one's really watching all, no one knows that you wanted it to be a different way. So just let it go. Yeah. But it's really hard yeah. sometimes. Nobody knows, like, what you had in mind. Yeah. Or, like, what you're nitpicking about yourself. Yeah. I feel like I had to talk her into this podcast, and even then I had to talk myself into this. Like, do people care? I was thinking about that when y'all were on the way over here. Like, this is some commitment to, like, y'all have already worked your full day, all day, and then to, like, I mean, I'm doing it one time, staying late, but, like, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. And we've had some hijinks that were, like, why are we doing this? And then it was like, okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then you interview Erica Prosper, and you're like, okay, well, no, it's worth we it. Almost, we just said this in the last one, yeah, but we almost lost all of that audio. It was a whole thing. Like, 
The longest morning ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it'd be nice and it was great to have her on and like, you know, hear our first lady. That's kind of that. Yeah. Um, and I think we've kind of been able to say like, girl, I'm tired. Like when I'm like, like when I say to Elsa, I can't. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, that's nice. Like growth. Mm-hmm. You know, you are seeing how far you can extend yourself and like, you know, being able to communicate that. And then, do you hit a wall? Like, do you... There's this thing I saw where it's like, don't, instead of quitting, just take a break. Yeah. But it's really hard to take a break. Like, sometimes you just hit that wall going 100 miles per hour, and you're like, I suck, I'm awful, I can't, I, I quit. Like, you're just like, just hit it with, like, tears and mucus and... <laughs> I mean, we're about to take our next one here soon, and I think it's much needed, and it'll be a refresher and, like, clear eyes full hearts mm-hmm. can't lose kind of thing mm-hmm. so i told i think the first time we took a hiatus or when we first talked about doing a hiatus it was more of channeling like the adele within ourselves how she takes five <laughs> years between albums <laughs> and i'm not comparing i'm not comparing the podcast to adele trust me but i'm just saying like you need to go out there and live so that way you have content or questions True. and things to learn and things to talk about and yeah. i think that's what's helped us is like our little 15 episode like chunk yeah yeah but what are y'all at now like 20 something so this is last week we ran 30 wow yeah it was our like final episode for this season of like Dia de los Muertos and then I was like well we need some for the holidays like I feel like you just started a year ago we started in in March March. Mm -hmm. this year Mm -hmm. 30 episodes Mm -hmm. dang I mean, some podcasts do 52, and I just do not know how. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't have jobs. Yeah, it's true, or that is the job. That's they can job. monetize it, and it's a whole thing. But it's just like, you know, like, let's take it 15 at a time. And yeah. We do. That's a lot. Yeah. So what's next for Feliz or for you? Senorita Frida. Wow, Alfred. Frida's very busy. That's her chair right over there. That's where she sits during the day. She's a um, That's our dog for anyone who doesn't know. Um, so websites our new frontier. We were approached by a couple of spots like, do you want to come put a second location in San Antonio? Whoa. And we really thought about it. And um, it's, it was exciting. And then we thought, like, our second location should really be the website because we have a lot of people who are like, why can't I buy this online? And mm-hmm. I'm an online shopper, too. Like, I, I know the benefit of, like, being able to send something to a friend directly, and that's that's great. So we put, like, right now we hired a new person, and we, we're all about the web and putting a lot of effort into getting – but we have 4,000 SKUs in the shop. Wow. So the, the website we'll the website is not there. It <laughs> might have a thousand skis right now. So maybe twenty five percent of what's in the shop. But I think it'd be cool to like people who get a taste online and then like they can come and yeah. see like the variety. And I never want to get rid of the variety. I think that will it'll never be like equal one to one like mm-hmm. website to the shop. It's fun to have local makers and things that just can't ship easily here and things you have to come see. But um, that's our main goal right now. And then product development, where Mario and I are both, Mario's a graphic designer, my husband, and we're working on product development super hard right now and getting our own brand launched nationally. Which that is, is so amazing. Really exciting. And we already have a few things that I cannot wait. Like in two weeks, we'll have something that launches in San Antonio <gasps> that I think will really do well. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 Across 
other markets too. Some things that we create, like we created the pop sticker and the mm-hmm. pop patch that we just re- like want to coach, and mm-hmm. that's local. Obviously, it's not going to sell outside of San Antonio. But no, no, there's a lot of San Antonians out there. Yeah, true. Yeah. That that was part of what created the website was people who had moved away. Like, why can't I buy mm-hmm. something local where I am? And um, but but yeah, that's exciting. And Mario's the graphic designer and you know, from ad agencies, and so he has that that um, discipline of sticking to a design and refining it that I don't. And then I have the motivation of like, let's get it done and let's get it launched and the ideas. Mm-hmm. So like, we're a good match on that. So Where did you meet? Online. Yeah. Really? Oh I love it. Yeah. Back way before match, like, Plenty of fish. It was no Yahoo. I should have made you guess. Yahoo Personals. No, Yahoo Personals got bought by Match. What? This is back in the early days in 2004. I was actually living in Chicago, and I I'm from here, Mm -hmm. and I was about to move back. My parents were getting older, and I'm like, I should move back. And I went and looked on the Yahoo Personals to like see what like what's the product in San Antonio like? Is this is this any like I didn't Gosh. ever want to move back to San Antonio. I, I can't ever. imagine it was bad. But Mario was like the first thing that popped up in my, oh my search results, and I read his thing, and I was like, oh, this sounds like a really cool guy. I, whatever, delete, close, you know. And then I I moved home and lived with my grandma for a little bit. And then I was home within a couple of months. I met him, and we went to Liberty Bar for our first date, which is back over in the like the slanty yeah. one over by Pearl. And um, and we're like, let's just meet for a drink because we didn't want to like commit to dinner. And then it went into dinner, and then it went to a movie, and then we went to get coffee at Candlelight Wait, after the same night. The same oh, night. Wow. Yeah, it just ended up being this really great night, and yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how many years later? That was 2005, so 13 years. Yeah. Later. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, my my family all thought I was crazy. <laughs> like meeting someone online. What is you're it? like a pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like both of us are introverted. Like we're not gonna meet someone mm. at like I'm not gonna Go when to someone talked to me at a bar, I'd be like, uh, buzz off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no thank you. I mean, where are you gonna meet somebody? <laughs> Stranger danger. <laughs> I I mean really I was never good at like in person. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, we talked for like two weeks on the phone before we ever went on our first date. Wow. I think that helps like like feel out if he's mm-hmm. kind of person who's wanting to put in some time mm-hmm. and listen, or if he's just you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not um, anything else. I think we've gone kind of long, but oh, this has been yeah. so fun. I know. What would you tell your teenage self? Oh my god. And just don't worry about it. It'll, it'll work out. You'll know what to say. Mm-hmm. I keep telling myself that now. Like I, I've had a few difficult meetings, and I always tell myself, like, well, now you'll know what to say when you get there. Mm-hmm. You'll know what to say when you get there. And I have. And it's. I mean, you probably know. Like you, you. The the lead up is so much worse than the actual. Like in the moment, all the things that have that bad that are have happened to me in my life that have been bad. I had no warning for, and I made it through. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you knew they were coming, you would obsess about them. And so I just keep telling myself, like, you know, you'll know what to say when it comes. Like, you you will know which way you want to go. And in the anxiety, and like, I have high anxiety. That is just from the luxury of like looking forward 
into something that you think you can control and you can't, but if you let it go and you just show up and you'll know what to say. You know, if you have a difficult conversation to have or something, you know, difficult with your kids or teachers or employees or anything, like you feel like, well, well, how will I handle that? And then the moment you always know what to say, like you know how to listen, you know how to be true to yourself, like you're going to sleep well at night and you're not going to say something that's awful, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like, I wish I had known that last year when I was a teenager, (laughs) like any of it. Yeah. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. And that you do know what to say. Like, you're not, you're going to stay true to yourself. I mean, if you're an asshole, you're going to be an <laughs> asshole. But, like, if you're not an asshole, you're not going to be an asshole. Yeah. You're going to just say what's, like, on your mind, and, and you don't have to worry about that. So. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being Thank here. Thank you. <laughs> this went by really fast. <laughs> you are a reflection of your space. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You are the pins and the cards. <laughs> all the unnecessary. <laughs> all, all the flair. So thank you for having us. Yes. Thank you. And these cocktails are strong. I know. It's so good. Whoa. But yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks for what you're doing. I, I'm, a, I'm a reader, not just a... What does the hair guy say? <laughs> I'm a user, not just a owner. The hair compliment. <laughs> like I totally We all have that one friend that's obsessed with Fiesta, right? This holiday season, get them started early with gifts from SAFlavorsStore.com. From exclusive medals to wallets stamped with chicken on a stick and concha purses, there is something for every Fiesta lover you know. Visit visit them at SAFlavorsStore.com and tell them I do sent you. Thank you for listening to the iThu podcast with Elsa and Jess. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at i2podcast. Listen on Spotify and make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes so you can get fresh episodes each week. And as always, own your i2 moment. Goodbye. Bye.